following show contains spoilers for episode 7 of Survivor 41. Hello again. Hello again. Hi guys, I'm back from Exile Island. Hello. Uh, yeah, welcome back everyone who's listening and everyone who's here to our NG show. This is the podcast where we talk about the latest season of Survivor and compare it to uh, the amount of points we're earning because at the very beginning we do a huge fantasy draft where we select all the players and we watch them get whittled down one by one. Sometimes uh, some teams are forced to watch more players leave than others. Uh, Today with me, uh, I have... Soaring, representing the team, the friends we made along the way. There's no friendship here. <laughs> and uh, I have the my partner with me, Jimmer, and together we are on Blockbuster Definition. And uh, Flamepog Empire did not show up. Not today. Very sad. Didn't even bother showing up. And, of course, uh, you have me, Toon. I've been here the whole season keeping track of things as we go and there have definitely been some ups and downs throughout these episodes and speaking of those (laughs) this week's episode decides that it needs to use up quite a bit of time about two minutes uh, reminding us of all of the advantages that have been unearthed so far in this season (laughs) And, you know, I'm someone who was pretty happy when they got rid of the previously on to begin with because it just seemed like, you know, a little bit of a waste of time, though I do, you know, sort of respect the utility of it. But two minutes of things where it's just here are all the advantages, I feel like it's just a little bit much. No, there are a lot of advantages. Got to know what's what and who's who. It's not like half of them were all like doled out in the last episode anyways, or two episodes ago. Yeah, and I guess what's sort of interesting, too, about watching this show is generally when they have these previously ons, whatever they mention is most likely going to be relevant in the Tribal Council for the episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when they're showing all the advantages, they are certainly kind of setting up expectations uh for this tribal council and it is certainly (laughs) a large tribal council uh taking up pretty much half of the episode but and the other half was taken up by beach time which was basically a a preamble to tribal council (laughs) yeah kind of an interesting episode but when you remember that it's supposed to be a part two from last week. I feel like it makes a little bit more sense in terms of the content in pacing, I guess. But I see why they decided it was worth it to be two episodes. So I'm not sure if that was planned beforehand or afterwards. Uh, I can actually say for certain that they at least thought of the possibility of having to film it, have it be separate episodes because Jeff does his on location talk to the camera mm-hmm. saying, there's no tribal this week. Right. Got it. Oh yeah, you're right. So, uh, certainly intentional here. 
Uh, let's let's go back to the beginning. We talked a now, little bit. Now, I mean, bit. they totally could have, you know, done an hour episode and edited that scene out. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah. Not yeah. used it. <laughs> Where was Xander to be like, don't use it? <laughs> uh, yeah, so going back to the beginning, we pick up sort of where we left off with Erica on the beach with the hourglass. Uh, but they're not going to show it to us yet, right? <laughs> go, oh, of course not. We're going to go. They need drama. Right to the challenge. Does Erica save herself? Yeah, we're going to go right to the challenge. Jeff's going to explain this thing. Erica's going to come back. And then they show uh, her breaking the hourglass in the flashback, which, you know, I feel like the flashback is good and it does have utility at times to kind of like surprise us. But, you know, I feel like there's just no reason for her to not hit the hourglass. So no. it just feels like you, they're almost overusing no the flashback. To not hit the... I disagree. Okay, tell me why. Well, I mean, the the episode opens with us, uh, you know, bringing in all the all the tribe members, and uh, they get to see their reaction to the hourglass twists before the results were revealed. And even though you know the results kind of obvious, mm-hmm. I think it's important to like build up that anticipation because you know. Otherwise, the episode is just starting with uh, Erica being like, well, this is an obvious choice. Smash. Oh, so you're talking uh, about yeah. like the, the editing, not the actual advantage itself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I see that side. And I guess that it, it does make sense. But when in real time, we've had like a week to kind of think over it. It's kind of just like, you know, go ahead and, and hit it. Or, you know, have her, like, bring it to tribal or bring it to the challenge mm-hmm. and have her do it there instead of on the island. But then maybe yeah. there's too much pressure, you know. Well, there is one thing I'll say, uh, and I think it kind of ties into how Jeff perceives the production of the show versus the way that the viewers perceive it. Mm-hmm. And it and it's something that you wouldn't have seen because it was in one of the spoiler bits of a uh, game within a game. Okay. Where, where Jeff talks about the uh, exile Island twist. It's like, all right, so next time we're going to have a exile Island type situation. So what do you do? Do you send somebody who you don't like very much so that, you know, they don't get any food and they're going to be easier to take out and a bit isolated from the rest of the game? Or do you send your ally? Because you know how this game works. It's Exile Island. There's definitely going to be an advantage out there for you to take to make use of. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I think I think from a reduction standpoint, uh, they're like, you know, these guys are these guys are gamers. They, they know what's up on Exile Island. They can send their allies there to to get power yeah but in reality uh i think most people just want to weaken or or isolate an enemy yeah i mean especially in the situation we had where we were right at you know the sort of pseudo merge and the group that won is allowed to pick someone to take with them and someone to send Mm -hmm. away i think it makes more sense to build bonds in that really pivotal moment yeah versus just try and like scrape up you know a little bit of an alliance because you know you had some people on that uh winning tribe who were with luvu but they weren't necessarily like super tight with nasir anyways so getting the opportunity to just really like bring that together and for Erica, you know, we'd already seen so much about Deshaun and, you know, like Danny ready to get rid of Erica. Like they wanted to vote Erica out anyways. So I guess it makes sense to sort of isolate her and deal with the advantage later. 
And really, yeah. uh, it, you know, it still kind of worked out for them, even though the immunity ended up getting flipped around. They still stayed pretty safe for the most part. Well, yeah, they were in the majority of the alliance, so they could always just default to themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, this challenge, you know, we have here, and I always love when they do the challenge on like this. Hold on, uh, tune. Yeah. I've just, as I said at the top of the show, I've just come back from Exile Island. Okay. And I I also have an hourglass. Uh oh. Oh. I I can I can change history, guys. This is, this is my opportunity. I can finally undo the mistakes of the past. Yeah. No, 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 no. The content has been made. The All right. Abraham, get made. out of here. I choose Chantel. Oh, oh, oh. No. Oh, never mind. Uh, unfortunately, oh, that was Fred's decision to make, and he's not here today. Do you think Erica chose to lose the challenge? What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What I do know about Erica uh, is that... She got some points for us last week, for sure. That is true. Must be nice. I mean, yeah. She had to choose to save herself. There wasn't really any reason not to. That I had to think back all week and just go, wait, (laughs) my take is so bad. Yeah, especially because she was immune after hitting it. So it's kind of just like, no matter who ends up vulnerable, you kind of just like instantly get immunity when you break the hourglass. Seems pretty tempting. I was like, they don't. She didn't give up enough, but she didn't go to the merge feast. That's something they can't take away. So I guess production thought that was an equal trade-off immunity for merge feast. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of uh, a very that that would probably make this hourglass thing a lot more interesting if it didn't grant the user immunity themselves. Yeah, and even then, I think it'd still be worth hitting it because I would rather like risk my chances with the group of people who you have now saved and you have just given five people immunity versus the group that already didn't choose you. Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that, I don't know if I could imagine like a situation where you wouldn't want to hit the hourglass if you were Erica, uh, you know, unless there are just much different sort of, like context of the relationships there like if she felt really tight with like Deshaun and Danny and whoever else was like on that uh winning team from last week's challenge like maybe yeah okay like I trust them maybe they sent me here to get the advantage or whatever but you know in the current context it just seems like hitting the hourglass is like the thing to do uh yeah so the challenge we have the feet challenge a classic feet uh I guess it was kind of fun to follow. We had, uh, you know, Evie and Sydney kind of taking the uh, leading positions here for most of the time through. And then Ricard just kind of wins at the end because, (laughs) of course, you know, we always have to get more points over here. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely need it. Blockbuster definition. God, I wish those points were mine. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of just like, all right, who's going to do it? Oh either of them okay sure i'll take the points no big deal i feel like jeff just likes to tease me this season yeah i think so i don't know what jeff's doing this season so after the challenge we are sent into 
you know, the middle middle part of the sandwich of this episode where we're just at camp and all these alliances are trying to figure out what they're going to do, who they're going to vote for, what advantages do what and who has them. And it's just a lot of people jumping around between all the different options that are thrown out. And I think they kind of end up with like, uh, is it Evie and Sydney and, you know, I guess Deshaun end up being kind of like the, the major names that are thrown out here. Right. And, you know, this, I guess I can only really appreciate this section more in retrospect. And, you know, we will talk about the move that Xander is able to pull off here. But, uh, you know, I guess this might be true for every episode, but this real strength of this section is just giving context to the tribal council that happens. Uh, but the tribal council is such a big part of this episode. It, I guess, makes a little more sense than usual. There is, I guess there's just less like relationship building and more of like, oh, geez, we just merged, but only five people are vulnerable. You know, how are we going to build these relationships? Who's going to be in trouble? And figuring it out from there. Uh, but it's kind of at the point where like there's not a lot to comment on here, I don't think. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. It's it really is just walking through the the discussions that led to tribal where basically everybody's name is getting thrown out. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of gravitates towards um Xander, Sydney, and, and a little bit of Deshaun. Yeah, I think what's interesting here is we get the information spread around about Liana's go fish take your lunch money advantage. Mm-hmm. And it kind of comes back to Chantel last episode who exposed the advantage to Tiffany and then Tiffany yeah. told Xander and then Xander was able to leak it to everybody. Oh yeah. So it's interesting how, you know, that little bit of public knowledge goes a long way. And if Xander doesn't know about Leona's advantage from Tiffany, then like their whole plan kind of just falls apart. So here's what I was realizing thinking back on all the advantages that we saw come out uh, in this episode. Mm -hmm. And this was the plan all along. Because if you realize it, uh, first, all the idol bearers had to announce they had an idol, first of all. Yeah. And second of all, the the, the go fish advantage was designed so that if anybody got it, at least one other person knew – on one other person on another tribe especially knew that they had it yeah what i think's interesting here is that uh chantelle and liana are kind of being built up as the new like tight duo alliance and i really just don't understand why chantelle brought up the advantage in front of tiffany i just don't i just don't know maybe she assumed that like tiffany already knew but it really just hurt you know their game because they lost the potential of the you know the go fish take a lunch money advantage right i mean there's still time so i think but i do agree with you that this is a pretty acceptable uh turnout for this advantage uh and it also sort of opens up the door for them to bring it back because now we've seen it be outsmarted and you know we haven't seen it work as intended i guess but it kind of reminds me of the idol nullifier 
where the first time it was used in David versus Goliath, it was pretty much executed perfectly where they stacked their votes on someone, they played their idol, and then the idol was nullified and they went home, right? Which is like exactly yeah. how it's like supposed to work. Uh, but then they brought it back in uh, Island of the Idols. And what season? Se- that, that season doesn't exist. Yeah, no, it's and one of the best Dean seasons ever. was able to use the idol nullifier to get Janet out at the very end. And that probably maybe blocked Janet from winning, which probably would have been a really nice result of that season. So it's kind of like the best possible case. And then like, oh, it's just the advantages, like kind of screwing someone over versus being like a big spectacle moment. So they even mentioned this in David versus Goliath <laughs> in the behind the scenes. They literally said, yeah, it was used well, but the advantage is so overpowered mm-hmm. and it's not good. Yeah. So, oh, you know, man. breaking, I guess let's really just break into this here. It's definitely the highlight of this episode. Uh, Xander, you know, and we'll go through the flashbacks they give us too. So Xander at this camp segment of the episode is with Evie and Liana and Liana comes up and Liana is, you know, targeting Evie apparently at this point and is like, all right, you know, we're going to vote together, blah, 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 blah. Xander's like, Hey, I got the idol. Uh, you know, Evie's going to be safe for sure. Da, 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 da. Like I'm going to play it. And he takes the idol and the paper and he puts it in his pants. And at this point, Liana can still think, you know, okay, he did that. But as soon as I walk away, like he could give it to Evie. Or he could give it away to somebody, right? But so it's still kind of a one in three shot, basically, of guessing like who has the idol. And but when they go to tribal, Xander pulls the idol out and he says, "Hey, here it is. I have the idol right here." Uh, what's interesting here, right, is when we're watching the show, it's like Xander, did you forget everything? Like you know about her advantage. What are you doing? Did you like, you idiot. Did you just forget? I'm so confused what's happening. Liana too should know at that point that Xander knows about her advantage. So she should be suspicious here, but maybe he, she assumed Xander didn't know how it worked. You know, it like it, the whole setup here is like a little confusing but it does work out. Uh, so the thing that struck me is we first see uh, Xander like take out the wrapped advantage. I'm like, oh, he's just going to hold it up in the wrap. It's going to be empty. He's going to you know, try and distract him. And then he unfolds it. And I'm like, oh, th- th- this is a real thing. Yeah. So he's showing off the idol to Leon and saying, hey, remember the idol that I, I, you know, I put in my pants? It's still here. I have it. It's in my possession. So Liana says, aha, uh-huh. do you have an individual immunity idol. And Xander says, no, nope. go, go fish. fish. <laughs> <laughs> and then they show us the flashback about Xander had apparently made a fake idol to set up for this situation. And this is when it like the genius just strikes, right? You're like, Oh my God, Xander is out here playing the game. <laughs> and just a second ago i thought he was just being a complete idiot by pulling the idol out here but he just totally wipes away liana's advantage and now they have the power again you know they're still in the minority but 
now it's kind of up in the air who they play the idol for or do they play the idol at all you know who knows so then boom suddenly it's a live tribal and if you're paying attention to this point you will you know watching the episode you'll realize that there is still lots of time left in the episode (laughs) uh, especially by the time we went to tribal yep uh, Jeff was amused. Yeah, so it's a live tribal, and we get plenty of of whispers here. Uh, we're not totally out of the loop, but it's kind of just a discussion of like, okay, who are we going for? Do we vote for this person or this person? Do they know that we are voting for them now? Because now we have to play around the idol. Uh, then there's all these extra votes that are out there that could be played. Uh, and then, of course, you can't forget about the shot in the dark, which will be coming into play here. So there's lots of moving elements. Uh, what I think is interesting is Erica is working with the majority people here instead of the minority. But I guess it also makes sense because she's just going where the numbers are. But I think it's interesting that um, she's just back to working with the people who like sent her the exile already. Uh, I imagine, like, where they were mostly former tribe mates, she just kind of feels safer. Yeah. Even if she's at the bottom, she's at the bottom of the bigger group, and that's the safer place to be in the short term. Mm -hmm. That's true, but she's also immune, so they're coming to her. Yeah, she already didn't like Sydney, and there's an exit interview, which, uh, you know, I guess may or may not be canon, depending on your preference. Uh, Sydney talked about how she figured because so many of the advantages so far are beware advantages where you know you get something but you lose something she may have assumed that uh erica did not have a vote so it wasn't really worth trying to powwow with her during this time uh we we tried to work it out last night uh how this little group so we have uh sydney and evie xander and tiffany in one little small group here. And then we have everybody else kind of in this majority group. So I think it's nine versus four. So it's kind of a tough situation. Xander has, or, you know, Tiffany has the idol and then there's the extra vote on their side. Deshaun also has the extra vote and they can just split the vote anyways. So it seems kind of hopeless here for this smaller group. Um, But you know, how this works out is Sydney takes the shot in the dark, loses her vote, and is not safe. So she's kind of just like a sitting duck here. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to whether Tiffany should play Xander's idol on Evie or not, trying to guess where the majority of the votes are. And I am actually kind of impressed with Tiffany here who we've seen so far has been like playing the game in a very like paranoid way, I guess, but she does a really good job of just deferring to Xander's judgment here, which I think is totally the right move, but it's just kind of not what I expect from Tiffany. But I also understand her taking sort of the, um, the accountability out of her own hands and just giving it to Xander. So there is one thing here, uh, and it kind of comes up in the mess, but it's not directly addressed. And that is uh, Sydney, as she's leaving, says, I should have just voted anyways, which would have at least put them in a rock situation. But 
also worth noting is well, we wouldn't Xander, have gone th- quite to rocks yet. Were we not have? I'm looking at the uh the, the list of stuffs, and I think that would have caused rocks, wouldn't it? No, we only go to the rocks mm-hmm. if it there is a, a, a deadline. We go to the revote first. Oh, oh, right. So, yes, yes, you're right. So, yeah. So basically, how this could have worked out if you know everybody played everything. Uh, yeah. Xander dropped like his extra vote. Sydney voted for someone. Then they could have tied on the other side. However, without yes. Xander playing his extra vote, Sydney could have voted for Evie and forced a tie between Sydney and Evie. And it's oh, right. probably and likely that the majority ends up voting Evie out here. Yeah, so it only that, gets true. Sydney forward one night, but sometimes that's all you need. I, I mean, I guess thinking from the Greater Alliance, since everybody would need to cooperate, I was forgetting that they do the revote and not just go to rocks. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking from Sydney's perspective, a one in three chance of going home is a lot better than, uh, or rather, a one two in six. three chance. <laughs> rather, a two of three chance of being safe is better than a one in six chance of being safe. Yeah. So, you know, there's something they could have finessed here, but it seems like, you know, this three is sort of relying on Sydney here, but also obviously like they just met. So I can understand yeah, it, it being a little tighter. It was, it was pretty clear that Sydney was the outsider in this minority alliance. Yeah, it was kind of just like, all right, you know, Sydney, play the shot in the dark. If you're safe, cool. If you're not, you know, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so... They hold Zand on Xander's side, right? He kind of uses his fake idol, but in the best possible way. Uh, he keeps the actual idol. He keeps the extra vote, and someone who isn't in his main alliance goes home. So in a way, it kind of worked out for him here. And with how fluid this game can be, uh, who knows how things twist around next episode. Because then, then there'll be so many more people who are vulnerable again, and we've already heard about people, you know, wanting to get Eric out, wanting to get uh, Nasir out. No. <laughs> I mean, we've been having a lot of fights about advantages this season so far, so who knows? Maybe Tiffany doesn't give Xander back the advantages. Yeah, and, we don't know. and for how much they reminded us about all of the advantages at the beginning of the episode, yeah. really not a lot came into play. Uh, you know, Liana did play hers, and Deshaun actually did play an extra vote. They show us yep. that in the credits at the very least. Um, but not a lot going on. Not a lot of idols. Nothing it it too is kind of weird that like the advantage play wasn't shown in the main edit. Like, sure, it's in the credits, but a lot of people aren't really paying full attention at that. Yeah, point. well, I didn't even. Yeah, I didn't. Even There's realize. no drama. Uh, because they show like, oh, hey, Deshaun, you got an extra vote, which I don't remember why he he got it or oh, maybe he was just that's using because it, it, it the was the... with evie yeah the prisoner's dilemma oh i thought that was like a long time ago though it was a long time it ago was. but lulu's never been to oh tribal. that's right okay now it now it all makes sense now it all makes sense because i was kind of wondering like why they were showing that just now uh also while we're talking about uh i guess tribal council adjacent things uh the game within the game pops up here at the the beginning yeah. of tribal this one this is a little bit of a tricky one they kind of yeah. kind of uh worked hard on this one did you guys I get was, it pretty early? i got idle but i was like what's the context is it hidden idol is it immunity <laughs> is it and it's like eventually you get it 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot to do it, I, and so Jimmer <laughs> w- watched me in real time figuring it out. And I'm at first, I pull up the the screenshot from the show. I'm like, "Wow, this is really freaking blurry." Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have a really bad shot of it, and I can't tell what the ball is meant to be. Yeah, well, so then I, I definitely spent a lot of time looking at the bride and being like, "What? What even is that? Like, what am I even looking at here?" A uh, burr? What? Yeah, it, it's a bit weird phonetically, but I I got past that pretty quickly. I figured out the idol a bit. Yeah, so it's eyed all. And then I'm like, and then I'm like. I- idle uh okay put that in yep. nope wrong i'm like oh uh, am i meant to spell it really weird like you know you know just like bride <laughs> like bride and ball uh-huh. I- 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 idol <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then i'm like okay I- and then i literally say i've got to look at the bigger picture here what's going on and i'm like oh <laughs> yeah so i thought this one was pretty clever it was kind of tough but like almost in a cheap way you know yeah but you know i thought i thought it was a good one it was creative uh, and then speaking of tough, it really picked it up with the word scramble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then unfortunately the word scramble is again uh there's only one oh, an- no. one English answer here. So <laughs> what it wasn't ace with an S? <laughs> no. It was C. There, it wasn't Yas? Nope. With an Yas? So yas? interestingly, now we have two C's. We have S E E and S E A. Uh if we're trying to figure out, you know, if there is a sentence here, still not quite seeing it. The toy war ten earn vote. Vote earn toy ten or C C D C I don't see any pattern. Like could it, the words have to be like combined but like they form different words that's honestly where i'm at right now with what could it possibly mean no, this is the biggest mystery of the show so far this is why i'm watching survivor 41 at this point the game within the game it's certainly <laughs> kind of the most notable part of the episode <laughs> in some ways in some ways yeah so you know overall like i hesitate to call it a straightforward episode because of how much is kind of going on and building on each other oh you know but you know what i think fun. i figured it out what's up i think i figured it out we're gonna have to do like some freaking fill in the blank stuff uh with the last one because there's 11 episode words yeah. that are to be unlocked but the top bar scrolls to 12 episode puzzles mm-hmm. so there's a 12 puzzle mm-hmm. where i assume we have to place the words we have into something bigger in the right places yeah possibility for sure well we'll find out uh can i get points if i if i guess that right no yes i'm not getting points participation points (laughs) well you got uh some points this episode Let's then go ahead well, and officially... More than those flame pog losers who didn't even bother to show up. Well, let's go ahead and officially move into the points segment of the podcast where we uh, kind of quantify our performance after <laughs> the draft. Uh, this episode, for the second week in a row... He's brought uh, to you by... The friends we made along the way, soaring your team. You got 12 points again. You got a bunch of advantages going on. Nothing but consistent, right? Yep. And Evie got a vote and did not go home. Uh, then another step down, the Flame Pog Empire, you know, as no, none of them are here today. Uh, also, no points 
the other players the also didn't show game up. You could play. Uh, you know, everybody gets an episode point for just being on the show, but at the merge too. Yeah, but nobody here really did anything for the Flame Pog Empire, so they get eight points. You know, it's just their default. Uh, then up on the blockbuster definition, because of course, uh, we have Ricard with the immunity win. Deshaun plays his extra vote. And he also gets voted for, doesn't go home, so a vote and safe there. We are up to 18 points. Uh, it's generally when we are at like the start of the merge episode, there's definitely a lot more blank space on the spreadsheet because there aren't yeah. like group challenges going on. But they'll probably bring back like the group reward challenges. So there'll be some points here, and who knows what's going to happen with the advantages, but... Once we get into the merge, it's kind of just like settling into the long game. And yeah. when it comes to the long game, I'm still really scared of the Flame Pog Empire. Uh, oh, yeah. Danny no. is in a very <laughs> solid position right now. Chantel and Tiffany are looking like they'll probably end up in the final three together. And who's Heather? Oh, uh, is she uh, on the show? someone on production, I think. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Heather <laughs> has been absent from... <laughs> These episodes. She, she had like one line this episode. Yeah, I don't know. What's going she on had a Heather. line. <laughs> uh, and then you have the friends we made along the way, who unfortunately just lost Sydney this week, so they're down to two people. Evie's not in the best position, and Liana just lost a lot of power in one fell swoop. However, because it seems like uh, she is sort of the right hand person to Chantel, uh, Liana will probably be in the game for a little bit until it is convenient for Chantel to vote her out. Or maybe she'll end up I in mean, the final three as well. Based on the last episode, it felt to me like Liana was the head of the majority alliance. No, Chantel. I don't know. I felt like Liana was the one calling the shots to me. That's what Chantel wants you to think. <laughs> it's the same maybe same thing. Maybe. That's why the same reason Jeannie was like, oh, Ricard's the mastermind. <laughs> you know uh then meanwhile like on my team you know everyone feels like they are uh just right on the the doorstep about to head out like ricard i'm surprised did not go home seems like Chantel, uh, you know no longer cares about ricard and he could just go home nobody would really care xander uh too powerful to keep in the game nasir uh you know also has an idol uh, Nasir, depending on the week, we really love him or we really hate yeah, him. Yeah, does not seem to you <laughs> yeah. know firmly belong in either group. He did vote for Deshaun tonight, but like they still roped him into their like group at the live tribal. So it just seems like he's kind of in the middle, but not in a good way. Uh, Erica, you know, I guess they just you know kept Erica on their side because it was convenient. Erica's just trying to stay alive, but yeah. I don't really see a lot of like longevity for Erica. And Deshaun, uh, you know, people are starting to notice how good he is at the game. And that's always a little bit of a death sentence when people start talking about how good your social game is. Right. So we, you know, because you guys lost Sydney, unfortunately, we won't be losing all of our players in a row. But uh, as always, they could just head out at any point versus Flame Bug Empire, who is probably going to be holding on for quite a while but it's just a matter of how many points can we earn before we stop earning points at all uh i'm gonna say pretty soon for me <laughs> maybe what does it bring us to the totals 
though the totals uh we actually have the friends we made along the way get close closer to the flame pog empire this week they are not widening the gap at all uh friends have 116 and the flame pog empire has 132 so that's yeah, just like oh, that's, good. that's just it's one good, good episode for Evie and Liana away from the friends we made along the way catching up. Uh, yeah, uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> and then not with that attitude. Speaking of gaps, and that the are, only way I see us pulling through is if Evie just keeps winning immunity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of gaps that are widening, blockbuster definition is soaring, or sorry, I guess I should say <laughs> is rising above. <laughs> Uh, the Flame Pog Empire. We're up flying at, above. We're up at 176 points. Uh, we are climbing and we are continuing to climb. But I must say this every time I'm obligated to: uh, we could slip and fall at any point. Though I guess on this graph, we will never really lose yeah. points. We'll just stop earning them. Yeah, and don't forget about the finale. I think it takes like one winner. Yeah, it's basically we just gotta watch out for like how much the gap is, which it's yeah, like yeah we we are just doing our best to, to earn points now because if Flame Pog Empire has Chantel winning and Tiffany in like the third place spot, then they are going to get a lot of points in one go. Oh yeah, enough to you know probably just catch up to us unless we get a really good lead and we get right. someone, even if they're not in the final tribal. Uh, as close to there as possible. <laughs> That's true. Although we've never really had someone overtake someone. Yeah. In the finale, they've gotten very close. Yeah, we just almost. We just need almost. like Xander to play his advantages well to get us points. Nasir to play his advantages well to get points. You know, we just need that to work out for us. Hopefully. Yep. Just like Nasir goes home with an idol in, yeah. in his pocket then, is the worst case. Yeah, but then we also still have like Chantel, who also has an extra vote and an idol. So I don't know. I definitely feel threatened by the Flame Pug Empire, despite their current position uh, on the graph. Oh, yeah, it's never over till it's over. It's true. Speaking of uh, over, you guys have any uh, finishing? Thoughts, ideas, predictions looking forward before we sort of uh, close things out for this week? I have a segment. Okay. Welcome to Draft Stats. Draft Stats. Draft Stats! I only got half of that, sorry. (laughs) I basically took a look at our draft. We haven't made any changes, so it was pretty easy to do Yeah, with our roster. So... In terms of who we drafted, and this is kind of biased because Toon drafted two people and got the third. Um, everyone that Soaring drafted is now out of the game. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Yep. Everyone who I've drafted is still in the game. Mm-hmm. Everyone else has one person out of the game and two people still in. That's pretty. That's pretty neat, actually. I also have total points earned from unit totals, and I am also leading in that at uh, 102 points accounted for. Okay. Can you guess who's in last? Is it me? Soaring also? It's soaring, (laughs) yes, with 57. So the actual order is Jimmer, 102, Toon, 74, Mm -hmm. TB, 71. Oh, 
Flying 61, Fred 59, and Soaring 57. And that is a Sharpie 57. That is not moving. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I guess that is pretty reflective of the positions, too. Everyone is right next to each other, right? Everyone is right next to their uh, teammates. That's funny. So it's not like, you know, you're earning, you know, a, a bajillion points and I'm getting, you know, 51 or whatever. There, there are no breadwinners. That's really interesting. In either team. Also, bonus, looked at each round. And round one where we made our first picks, round two we made our second picks, and round three other third picks. Mm-hmm. It is in order. So, like, round one, the total is 164. Round two is 146. And round three is 114. So, the earlier draft picks have earned more points than the later draft picks. Yes, but in terms of players left, it is round two that still has the most players left in the game. Okay. Up until this point. So there's room to grow for round two to be the outlier. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. I would love to check back in, you know, in a couple weeks, maybe at the finale. Oh, yeah. And compare those. Uh, I'm going to have a prediction. Yeah. All stats relating to me are going to be exactly the same. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I think you might get that prediction right. Yeah. Yep. So four players are out from round three. Uh, shout outs to uh, my last pick, Nasir, mm-hmm. and uh, TB's last pick, Chantel, for still being in the game. Nice. Despite the odds. And shout outs to uh, Sarah, who is the second boot, for being the only person voted out on the second round. Right in the middle. Yeah. And then Brad and JD, first round picks, gone. Rip. Well. Sad. Thank you, Jimmer, for all that really interesting information. If you are listening and interested in comparing those numbers yourself or checking out any of the other things we've been referring to here, if you go to rngshow.com slash 41, You'll find our spreadsheet for this season, and it has all those numbers, all those names, all those unit totals uh, there and available to check out. Uh, additionally, I want to give a little bit of a shout out to the timelines that Flying makes, Flying from the Flame Pog Empire. Uh, every week he makes this really detailed timeline for every single episode, and I acknowledge that the uh, use is limited for most people but it's still really cool and you should check it out uh that will be in the show notes for this episode speaking of uh i would also like to thank mango who edits our episodes every week and always does a great job of making us sound way better than we actually are in real life uh and also puts together the episode titles and the descriptions and the show notes and everything so thanks to Mango for doing all of that work. Uh, thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. You'll hear it at the beginning and the end of all of our episodes, which you can find all of them over at rngshow.com. There is an anchor page there with a bunch of the episodes we've done so far. All of the Survivor episodes starting with ghost island 
And that is all we really have to go over this week. Actually, not all the Survivor episodes. Which episodes do we not have? Ghost Island finale. Really? Well, <laughs> maybe one day we'll go back and Darn. record that one. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, we'll go back like four years later. What I can promise is that we will have an episode ready for uh, episode eight of Survivor season 41 next week. And we'll see you then. Are, are you sure? Are you sure? You, you can promise that, can you? I am pretty confident. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>